0: This is Lay of the Land. This is Trent Nelson. We had the opportunity just the other day to have an absolutely fantastic discussion with Springfield Park District Park Board President Leslie Skrow. And all that she had to tell us, we could barely fit it inside one episode. She'll be coming back to hang out with us again. But we pick up the conversation as the president discusses how fortunate She is to be in that role, as well as how the Springfield Park District operates in so many ways. Sit back and please enjoy. This is the lay of the land.
1: We serve for terms of four years and are a board of seven people. We oversee about 2,800 acres of land and 34 parks. And we have a diverse portfolio. So we have... Outdoor swimming pools, indoor swimming pools, a zoo, a carillon, a botanical gardens, an ice rink, all kinds of bike trails, dog parks, pretty much anything you can think of that is recreation-based, I think we cover it.
0: So what you're saying, President Scro, is that (laughs) there is something for each and every member of your family, each and every friend that you possess. There is something for everyone. Uh, The Springfield Park District accommodates all individuals.
1: We really do try to do that. People bring us new things that they're interested in doing from time to time, and we really do try to accommodate that because we want to be for everyone. And, and we do a great deal of that in partnership with the community. So we have a zoo society. We have a Friends of the Nelson Center. We have baseball leagues, the Southwest Baseball League. Uh, we have the Native Plant Group. You know, we have the bicycle clubs. So pretty much if you can think of an activity, there's almost always a group supporting that activity. Tickleball is a great example. And they both in programming and in resources support what the district
0: puts forward. And that's a huge help. A huge help because... The wonderful innovations that the Springfield Park District attempts to make needs the support of the community as they are community initiatives. And we appreciate that you are also open to listening to all of us. Pickleball is surging in popularity. I just spoke to somebody about that the other day. It has been around for decades, and yet now it is something that individuals, young and old, are enjoying together.
1: Well, we were actually, interestingly, we were, thanks to a, a gentleman in the community named Jack Handy, uh, just a dynamic, tremendous guy, um, he came to us, I think it was 2012, so over a decade ago, and said, we need pickleball. And he brought a pickleball and he a PowerPoint explaining what pickleball was. And he put forward a substantial amount of money and said, I want to build pickleball courts, and we said, let's do it, and so we tried it at Isles Park, and Jack formed a pickleball group, the Springfield Pickleball Club, and, you know, he just almost single-handedly drove the initial interest in pickleball, and it has just Exploded. We now have pickleball at Isles and at Douglas and over at Lanphier. And I mean, you know, it's growing. I, I just read that there's going to be an indoor, a privately funded and managed indoor pickleball facility. So I, I, I just think it's awesome.
0: It is fantastic. And yet, For those individuals interested in things other than athletics, there is the Carolyn, the Thomas Reese Memorial Carolyn. There is Washington Park. There's the Botanical Garden. What else? Uh, There are golf courses. What else does the Springfield Park District have to offer the community? And why should the community care about providing beauty, interest, and fun for everyone throughout the community
1: you know it's a quality of life issue and you know we take that responsibility very seriously if you look at when they poll people about what they look for in communities where they want to live recreation it always ranks in the top five so it it is a very important component not only for the citizens who currently live here, and and obviously that's who we report to, but it's also very important if we're going to attract new people here and grow as a community. And, you know, we also take the responsibility of providing accessible recreation for everyone very seriously. So as you pointed out, we have lots of active sports ice skating, swimming, golfing, bike riding, right? Rollerblading, you name it, you know, we probably provide it or we try to. But then we have things like the zoo and the botanical gardens and the carillon and, you know, we have natural areas uh, and, uh, that you can wander through. And importantly, also in accessibility, you know, we take the responsibility of providing facilities for all ability levels very seriously. So if you look at Aaron's Pavilion in Southwind Park, it was built, and we believe actually that it was the very first one in the nation that was built from the ground up with the idea that people of all ability levels uh, could utilize the park. So if you have uh, vision issues, uh, we have braille signs and other accommodations. If you have hearing issues, we have those accommodations. We have sensory gardens. You know, Aaron's Pavilion was built with the idea that it is all one level, right? And we thought through that people who might have mobility issues could still utilize Aaron's Pavilion and the park. So I learn stuff all the time, which I love. But it is of utmost importance that we try to serve all the members of our community and listen to them and try to be responsive.
0: We must always... Be looking to invest in ourselves in our community in our shared resources uh, much like people understand with money right it takes it takes money to make money it takes money to create culture and to create beauty and positive endeavors as well and we certainly appreciate the Springfield Park District and all that they do towards giving the community those opportunities to enjoy themselves
1: we try to be very conservative financially Right. So, of you know, we we spent several years taking a, a good chunk of our resources to to try to bring our equipment up to par and try to bring our buildings up to par. And it's something that we still are doing right. Right now, we're saving funds in a special bucket so that we can change out the chillers at their old chillers they're actually not making the freon anymore and we know that we are going to have to at at some point in the not too distant future change that out that's going to be an expensive endeavor so we have been setting money aside for that Uh, you're not going to see that today and it's not going to be a beautiful new park but it's something we know we're going to have to do so we're trying to juggle Taking care of our older facilities and keeping them up to standard, with bringing new endeavors. You know, for example, more pickleball courts, right, or or disc golf, or one of the other things. We, we try to keep keep doing the things we know people in the community want to see. With juggling, making sure that our older facilities are taken care of and updated as they're needed and and you can see that in the projects that we currently have underway so we are about to redo for example the dome through a grant and a private donation we are going to redo the dome at the botanical gardens it's we're gonna do it the same way. <laughs> it's gonna look the same, but it's kind of starting to fall apart in places and the systems are old. So we know we have to do that. So we got private money and a grant to work on that. So that's an example of one of our older facilities that you know we're trying to bring them into the 21st century and make them last for another hundred years. And at the zoo, for example, we just got a grant to redo the lemur-langer building out at the zoo. So it's this balancing act of trying to provide new and fun and exciting opportunities for the community while taking We are the second oldest park district in the state of Illinois, which we're very proud of. We're actually a park district and pleasure driveway. But, uh, you know, what that means is, when you have buildings that were built in 1905 and 1935 and, and, and 1970, and they have old structures and old systems, those are expensive. And it's a blessing that we got to be one of the first, but you, know, you have to also then work very hard to bring those older facilities into the modern era.
0: And the trick of it all is that, of course, the longer we wait before <laughs> innovating these older structures, the more oftentimes they end up costing to fix. So it, as you noted, it is a juggling act between maintenance, innovation, taking care of things that we need in the future, as well as things that we've had in the past already. Uh, well,
1: I'll tell you, we had to bring our, all our IT systems you know, into the 21st century. And if you think about, a, you know, all these old records and all the various things that we do and trying to get all that data into a, a, and connecting. I mean, the first thing we had to do was connect all of our buildings, right? Because, you know, many of them weren't even wired for broadband and, and, and computer systems. <laughs> so, so I know that's hard to imagine, but you know, the, it was a process. It took I said people would complain to me about the website and believe me, I, I was the first one complaining, but it's new now, right? It, it took, right. it took years of, you know, entering all that data and while you're doing everything else, by the way, you know, you're running this system with only so many employees. So again, it's, it, you laugh when you think about it, but it's important, right? It's important that we have everything connected digitally that people can see what they need to see online register make it easy find out what time things are open and we're constantly refining and trying to improve that but but that is a, a priority as well
0: interconnection always must be a priority when it's concerning communal endeavors and the springfield park district certainly has their hands In seemingly everything, every positive opportunity seems to have some disclaimer that the SPD is a part of it, and we are certainly thankful for that, President Skrull. Lay of the land, Trent Nelson here with Springfield District Park Board President Leslie Skrull. And she has taken some time this morning to speak with us concerning all of the projects and places that the park district governs and helps to make great for the community president what can people do if they say to themselves after listening to your passionate oratory (laughs) i want to make a difference i want to contribute to the springfield park district in some meaningful way for myself for my family for my children for the future children how can they what can they do and and where can they do it at
1: well that is a fantastic question and I do appreciate it. So uh we have uh we formed uh, uh several decades ago at this point uh a Parks Foundation. So the the Parks Foundation Raises is sort of a sometimes acts as an umbrella organization to for people to get involved. Um, You just reach out, you can reach them through our website and reach out to them and find out what you can do to assist with their endeavors. But also, if you have a specific interest, whether it's the botanical gardens or hockey or the zoo or pickleball you can access those organizations also through our website and we encourage you to get involved and we always appreciate the volunteers who come forward to make the community and our parks even better i'm always amazed you know we recently put this old summer kitchen right it was going to be destroyed and there were volunteers that came forward that said we want to save this Structure dates from about 1870. It's a small structure, but it's it's historic. And so, you know, out of the blue, people wanted to get involved. They they can contact me. You want to get involved? Contact me. You can email me at l s g r o the number eight at aol.com. I'd be happy to put you in touch with whomever. Act as a conduit as well, I'll put you in touch with whomever. But these people came to the summer kitchen and said, "Can we work with you to try to save it?" And they raised the money privately, and it was quite something to see. You know, the logistics of moving this small building, this small structure, down into Washington Park, and we put it down by the parking lot at the Rose Garden. And I love that people wanted to get involved; they had a passion for a specific thing, and we were able to work with them to make it a reality and to me that's been one of the great joys of being president of the park board is people come up with things that, that they're passionate about that they love and we can work with them to try to make that a reality for the community and that's a joy
0: and there's so many institutions to your point in the community that are always looking to help to preserve parts of this community, the rich history, the legacies, whether it's the Sangamon Historical Society, so many others, individuals, as you noted, there are always seemingly people with their eyes not only on the present, but the future uh, and the past. And we're grateful for them as well as for you. President Scro, Springfield Park Board President, we appreciate you so much. And we appreciate you coming down and having a chat with us this morning.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I just want to say it is truly an honor to get to do this job. I feel just so lucky because to me, it it gives me great joy to help make our community a little bit better place for everyone. And I'm just grateful that I, I get to do it. So th-
0: thank you for having me. Our pleasure. And The community is grateful for your hard work and dedication and we look forward to speaking with you soon uh, as well as the rest of the individuals that work in the Springfield Park District in the various capacities.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: Absolutely. Lay of the land. This is Trent Nelson. Go out and enjoy nature. Enjoy the local parks. Enjoy all that the Springfield Park District has to offer.